Well, we loaded one episode and then I don't remember the rest, but Spotify is capturing our video, so I guess it's fine. We did. We are uh, live. All right. Uh, Live. Cameo's jumping in unexpectedly. Uh, thank you for jumping in with us today. I'm moving our nameplates around. As you can see right now, we are a man down. Wow. But Samsung he's able to doesn't believe in us. join us from the grave. He's over there in chat. Thank you very much, uh, Samsung, for jumping in. We're going to try to hot swap him in here when he's available. But thank you guys for coming on a Tuesday night. My name is O'Shaughnessy joined as you uh, are well aware by now with my good friends just rambling and foo money uh we are missing one samson for right now but he should be joining us shortly that's not going to impede us catching you up on the week and a half two weeks it's two weeks because we were we yeah. were down a, a cameo last week um so we'll catch you up in all the news a lot has happened uh big releases barbie oppenheimer obviously being our big focal point tonight um and the the general uh, cinematic landscape on the whole, um, but aside from that, uh, we've seen a ton of casting information. We've seen I, I don't even know what's going on with the DCEU right now. I'm sure we have some stuff to talk about there, but let's. Uh, it's basically why not Snyder cut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Twitter is is no longer Twitter. Twitter is now X. So, you know, if you're cataloging this, if you're listening to this in the future, uh, this is when that episode took place. Yeah. Twitter Kingdom Hearts has taken over. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. <laughs> this is the darkest timeline officially. All right. Without further to do, Foo, hit me with the news. All right. So we're going to have, you guys are going to get to see a cool part of our cameos process. Well, we have to figure out when the last time we had a cameos run is, and then I get to pick that date and move forward. So does anyone on the team know that piece of information? Is this is exclusive for our viewers. Yeah, behind it. Yeah, make sure to subscribe to Patreon for this exclusive content. July 11th, I think, was uh, where you want to start from. That's great. Thank you so much. And and for those who are watching, you know, if you decide to make your own podcast, uh, please, you know, listen to the way that we all kind of communicate with each other as a team and collaborate and, you know, and get inspired by that. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, <laughs> so hot off the presses, um, we uh, have some data. So uh, I'm just going to kind of read through things. We're going to do Spitfire and then we'll try to save the big topics for later. So real quick, uh, the price tag on Secret Invasion was $212 million. We don't usually get price tags for Disney shows, uh, so this was a nice little thing to see. And man, is that expensive uh, for the piece of crap that it is. Um, you know, I hope that uh, Samuel L. Jackson got paid. Anyway, anyone, any comments before we move on? I'm surprised they would release that information. It's was it leaked. released or leaked? Yeah. Leaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, leaked. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes it an even bigger. Wow. Yup. Um, looking at the writer strike uh, and the Screen Actors Guild strike, uh, you know, we um, since last time we actually didn't talk about that, but Screen Actors Guild went on strike. Um, you know, the hope was to starve out the writers until October, until they're broke. But it looks like with the Screen Actors Guild going on strike, it's going to cost a lot of money to the studios. So, TBD, almost going to happen there. Um, but, you know, people are striking. It's funny, there was one story where NBC, like, cut down all of the trees across the street from them so that the stri- strikers would have to, like, strike in the sun. 
<laughs> and they Are like like did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like this that is, is like so old petty. school, like nineteen fifties labor busting, you know, union busting crap. Yeah, that's definitely so like some like rich hoity-toity motherfucker sitting up in like the like suite, and it's like cut down those yep. trees. And they that's were like, "Mr. Burns from The Simpsons." Would yeah, do. that is something. Yep. That's exactly so, it. Scrooge McDuck, Mr. Burns vibes. Uh, so wait, that happened. Scrooge. That happened during uh, the this last writer strike, or that was a previous one. Like the ongoing writer strike right now, they did that. Yeah, this just happened. So. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. It's crazy. So twenty twenty three, everyone. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> moving on, um, for those who do keep touch, uh, you know, we all know that Godzilla is based out of, uh, Toho studios in Japan. Um, not the Americanized fat Godzilla, but the original ones. Um, there is a new Godzilla minus one movie coming out on December 1st. These are always bangers. So if you're even slightly into Godzilla, go check this out. It's not going to be, I don't know if it's going to be in theaters here in the U S or not. But definitely get a glimpse of it if it is. Uh, it is something special. I Why promise I you, you won't be called, remiss on it. What, was it called Godzilla King of Monsters or something like that? Or is that There's separate? Also, a new Godzilla mm-hmm. movie that came that's the trailer that came out for here in the US as part of the Godzilla Kong shared universe series. I'm going to go watch it. This is like my Fast and Furious. I, I enjoy it mm-hmm. immensely. Fast and Furious is your Fast and Furious. Yes. You're the one is. who stands Fast and Furious. So, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, Godzilla King of Monsters is the what is it distributed by Universal or something like that? It's the American yeah. mm-hmm. Kong Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. For some reason, I thought that one was the Japanese one. So you're saying the Japanese one by Toho Studios is Godzilla minus one? Yeah, that'll be coming out in December first. So I don't again. I don't know if it's going to be here in the U.S. or not. Whenever it does, please check it out. Support the Toho releases. They're amazing. Are they still doing the old school puppets, like the 1950s puppets, or uh, have they upgraded? I don't to think CG? so. I think it's CG, but they do use like classic techniques, so it still has the Godzilla feel. So you know, they still do like the high res capture. Like it's whatever they used to do to kind of give it that like not hokey feeling but like you know a traditional godzilla feel it's not going to be like shitty japanese cgi right it's going to be like good stuff i'm curious um and the japanese godzillas do they have like a heavy focus on the human element the same way the american films do where it's like 90 percent focused on the humans with like glimpses into the big monster battles but then like you know okay no one, no one cares about the love story between Quicksilver and Wanda. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's not the case. Um, so yeah, uh, again, lots of discussion here about the the ongoing uh, Screen Actors Guild strike. So if you haven't got a chance to check out Fran Drescher's, uh, you know, speeches, go check them out. Support the the the. Screen Actors Guild, because ultimately they're trying to get rid of all extra actors, and a lot of the actors you see nowadays started off as extras. So if that path doesn't exist, essentially we're moving towards almost a fully automated AI casting, you know, casting, acting, everything. So movies and television, as you know it, are just going to become a jumble of things, and 90% of viewers won't care, and it won't matter, and, act, you know, the whole industry as we know it will change completely. Um, so, yeah, support support the unions. Um, Anthony Kerrigan has been cast as Metamorpho in Superman Legacy. Not the character that I thought I would see in Superman Legacy, but very excited. What a fit. Uh, for those who don't know, he has alopecia. I don't know if that's how you say it correctly. Yeah, um, it. And he was fantastic uh, in some of the shows he was in. I can't remember the name of it. But he like did a stellar job. 
Uh, so I'm looking forward to him bringing his experience into kind of this role and really giving that that character life. Because for those who haven't watched the Justice League uh, show, uh, the original car the cartoon from the 90s or 2000s, go check it out. There's an episode of Metamorpho, his origin story. It's a great episode. Uh, he's friends with Jon Stewart and kind of the back and forth that they have. You know, it's like, what did JL do afterwards? He became like a Green Lantern and lived the life. And, you know, Metamorpho was, you know, working in the corporate world and he didn't like it. You know, he was, they were all jealous of each other and they had a girl that they both kind of liked and it was a whole thing. So it was a lot of fun. So hopefully we'll we'll see him and uh, maybe JL too, you know, uh, or GL. So... Moving on, um, there was a new trailer for Outlaw Johnny Black. Uh, for those who don't know, that is a movie coming out that you definitely want to check out. So, mm, um, it's by the uh, that did uh, which one call it? Um, what's that that movie? Uh, not Kung Fu Hustle. Why was it, why was it why Black it Dynamite? Music? Black Dynamite. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Kung Fu Hustle. Um, Kung Fu Hustle. Black Dynamite. Go watch Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer. Those are great movies too. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. The trailer for that so, looked really good. Again, talk about campy, very campy, but like uh, also like ultra violent. And yeah, yeah. it's going to be great. Uh, so definitely check it out when it comes out. Um, more Superman news. So James Gunn clarified that the universe that they're going to be starting out in in Superman Legacy heroes have existed for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so we're trying to figure out kind of where Superman has been part of that, I guess, and, and it's still unclear, but this is a new take. We haven't really seen that. We've always seen the origin stories. If Uncle Ben dies one more time, basically, has been the tagline for most superhero films so far, so it's a nice take. Yeah, I feel like studios yeah, have caught on to that, you know, with the Spider-Verse thing. I think they made light of it. They were like, let's do this one more time. Um, and then obviously with the Sony Spider-Man movies, you know, since you talked about Uncle Ben, they just skipped the origin story for that. Uh, it is going to be interesting, though, because I feel like in the DC universe, Superman is always the first superhero, and then everybody else comes out afterwards. Sort of like how Iron Man came out, and then everybody was like, oh, I'm a superhero, too. You know, they came out of the woodwork. That's how I've always pictured Superman being, like, he's the first, and then everybody, that's he's the catalyst. He's the invitation, right, for the other super people. So, yeah, yeah, initially, I, I thought be I thought that was going to be the exact same way they were going to do it with him being the first. But I like this approach because it allows the original JSA that consists of like Alan Scott, Jay Garrick, Power Girl to exist in like the 60s and 70s era. And then they give rise to the generation that we know with like Soups, Wonder Woman, Batman. And I, I, I originally thought that like, you know, that there would be just him being the origin again. But. But James Gunn mentioned in an interview that he's going to be seeing a lot of these characters that are popping up, like Guy Gardner and Hawkgirl, as like colleagues, co-workers. So there's going to be pre-established relationships in this universe. It's not going to be like Superman's first foray as the big hero. How do you how do you think they're going to play that with because Superman's Superman, right? Like he's the ultimate superhero. He's always sort of defeated the other. He's been in a in a weight class of his own, right? So is it going to yeah. be all these other superheroes? Or like who's this new kid? And then it's like One Punch Man showing up and just fucking demolishing shit. And everybody's like, what? Or is it going to be? He's going to be super 30 in this movie. So if he hadn't done anything till then, he's kind of a shitty Superman. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> I'm just curious how they play that. Like how you see, you, you see, you see a comet falling from the sky and Superman just looks the other way like, <laughs> like I'm not helping. I feel like I we're going to come in like halfway through a story. 
Yeah. I think it's something like a meta narrative that has to deal with like ideological struggles, meaning like how best to be a hero. So it's like because of like Zack Snyder films and the boys and all these like injustice, we've seen people see Superman as like this hyper. They, they want him to be like hyper violent and aggressive and broody, mm-hmm. but that's not Superman at all. I think it's going to be more like one side saying like the, like the authority, if that team is actually in this movie, as rumors suggest that they come along and they say things like, oh, heroes should be aggressive. They should be um, observe capital punishment because that takes away the threat. But then Superman comes along and he's this more peaceful entity. And he's like, yes, you can fight. You can be aggressive in your own way, but you got to give people a chance. You got to give them hope. Mm. And that's a Superman we haven't seen since like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. All right. I want there to be like Superman. I want them to bring up that there's a panel in one of the comics where it's like, you know, they find out that Superman kills something or somebody. And then it's like, damn, like I thought you had a no kill rule. He's like, no, that's Batman. I never kill because it's never really necessary for me, but I don't mm-hmm. have a rule about it. <laughs> and I was, that like, would be Whoa. a totally different direction than <laughs> what just Ramblin said. Cause like, that would be, <laughs> that's the twist at the end. That's the after credit scene. Um, but that's what, when they did, when they did, I think it was with the all-star Superman. I'm not sure if that was that one with the authority, whatever the animated one is. He all, like he makes it seem like he killed the authority. Yeah. yeah. And Manchester yeah, was, was like, what is your problem? Like, stop doing that. So if they throw that line in there, but then he actually didn't kill them, and it's like, I was just teaching you a lesson. That'd be great. Yeah, he's like, this is what could happen if I were the type to kill. And he's like, luckily for you and villains like you, I don't observe that. Yeah. I, I feel like we have the last time that we saw that, uh, in the DC universe was with um, Christopher Nolan's Batman, where what's his what's his name just wouldn't kill the Joker, even though it would have solved all the problems. Injustice. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a really cool ideological struggle between yeah. like the Justice League because you have like Superman and Batman who don't kill, then you have Wonder Woman who's like I'm gonna stab everything within a mile radius, and then Justice League, excuse me, um, Green Lantern who kind of flip flops between the two. So it'll be cool to see if that plays out in the DCU. Yeah, we'll see how it all works out. Um, so just on. quickly moving on. Um, uh, Iman Vellani, who plays Miss Marvel, will be um, co-writing the new Miss Marvel comic called Miss Marvel The New Mutant. For those who don't know, spoiler alert, close your ears in three, two, one. Miss Marvel died in the comic series. So oh, um, shit. <laughs> they're, they're bringing her back as a mutant because Miss Marvel was always intended to be a mutant, not an inhuman. Um, and part of that is because of fucking... Marvel wanted to make more comic books, I, and they couldn't—they couldn't, they couldn't I, I, shoehorn any more mutants into X-Men. So they were like, "These are alien mutants." The Kree made them. Uh, it's such a janky fucking story, and some cool characters came out of it. But man, some of those B-list Inhumans are like, "Get the fuck out of here, Minotaur man!" Whatever the fuck, like, what is his name? Gorgon. Like, there's some yeah, really shitty. Inhumans. Isn't, isn't the Inhumans? canon to the mcu as an actual television show in the mcu i think that's what uh, it was right? they made i don't it know if they the ever agents of shield that the agents of shield is not canon to the mcu yeah, yeah. but I, I think it was the inhumans was like a tv show in the mcu it was a terrible tv show yeah, yeah but i think that was abc when it was still licensed and things were gray but i think like yeah, the there was like cinematic universe the the uh, incident yeah, there was like there was like Marvel and then there were Marvel Studios that Kevin Feige took over. In the same then, way that like Hulu still has rights to make some offshoot stuff. And I mean yeah, now like the multiverse, yeah. Um and then the monkey hit hitman monkey hit monkey, whatever it's hit called. Monkey. Things that yeah. could like 
exist now that the multiverse is a you know household name they can just basically do whatever they want anything can be canon you know what i mean yeah the only reason they pushed the inhumans in the beginning was because they didn't have the film rights to x-men and they didn't want to prop up fox's productions which hurt x-men comics for a long time by the way because they stopped making them exactly Hmm. um so quickly moving on uh We're going to skip some stuff here just in lieu of time. Uh, GTA 6, there was a leak. Uh, a hacker leaked over 90 clips uh, and has been deemed psychiatrically unfit to stand trial. Oh, that I thought something else happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. happened a while ago. The leaker, yeah. that was almost a year ago now, I think. But it was some teenager. Yeah. He and, just got uh, sentenced. So, or to nothing, yeah. essentially. GTA so, 6 oh. coming 2030. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that would align better if, like, you know, it was... Um, like GTA Five online because that shit's never gonna fucking end. But I'm no, they'll, they'll that, shut it down. They'll charge you forty dollars for GTA Six online, and they're gonna you'll get like, like some Skyrim. legacy um, bonuses for being a member of GTA Five online yeah. or something like that. As much as I want to see GTA Six, like they're making like a billion dollars a year, so it's like, where's the real incentive to shut that down and move on? Well, the incentive is to sell them a new product that people have to buy a bunch of new stuff. Like they have whales, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they have, of course. like like all that billion dollars is generated off of probably like a hundred people. Uh, that's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. No, uh, it's not. Those people, those people will move over to GTA 6's model with a whole new slew of things to buy for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Flash has will end its theatrical run with a lower domestic box office than Green Lantern. Always fun. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern. Let's let's I, let's say I hope what it Ryan is. Reynolds says something in the movie once they um, go back to production, which is on pause now, uh, probably for the best since he couldn't improv. So yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Mission Impossible has grossed two hundred thirty-five million dollars in the first five days. Well deserved. I heard it was fan freaking tastic. So if you haven't checked out the new Mission Impossible, go check it out. It's a part one of two, uh, and it should be the last Mission Impossible. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, Tom I'm assuming it's looking at the his end. age. If you see some pictures of him, I'm, I'm kind of glad that this is a finale because I'm sure I'm sure they did a great job of putting him in the makeup and the filters and all the shit that they did to make him look school. like not in the steps. <laughs> the perspective manipulation. Um, yeah, it's like the Lord of the Rings filming where they had to do like this perspective. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. But yeah, it looks like uh, Microsoft Activision, there's a bunch of news. So they won the FTC battle. Um, they haven't won all the global versions of it. So it's still in the works. And they came to an agreement with PlayStation around Call of Duty. So um, Ten you years. know, TBD oh. there. All right, see, so see what I mean here? Samsung's in the mix. He's pushing me out of my own box. All right, Sorry, so hold on. The whole thing. we're going to switch over. We're going four cams. Ooh, now me and just rambling are sharing the screen. <laughs> I'm so all sorry. Right. Whoop. I'm oh, so sorry. And look, at, we're all in the right place again. It's, that was you, know, you were destined to be here. Right. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Sorry. Samsung, we were talking through uh, the subject that you care the most about, which is the Activision Blizzard Microsoft deal. Because I just leave it. Okay, see you later. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so uh, I can't believe that that happened since the last time we recorded. I feel like that was forever ago. The last that I knew about the. So to catch you up, Sam, they uh, got 
approval from the FTC, which was probably the biggest hurdle. But now they have to go back to the EU and appeal some of the decisions that were made over there. But I think that those were moving pretty swiftly. So also, was it wasn't part of that a commitment to uh, keep? What those Activision games cross platform specifically Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So the interesting mm-hmm. thing here is that the original agreement uh, that expired like a week before they got it in signed, they had to redo it. The original agreement said an undisclosed amount of games, but including Call of Duty, had to be available indefinitely some period of time. The revised deal just says Call of Duty. Like PlayStation basically got shafted out of Diablo. World of Warcraft, whatever, StarCraft, whatever else they're going to be put out. Candy Crush. Um, <laughs> PlayStation has no... no if you're playing Candy Crush on your PlayStation, you have problems. <laughs> Who's Dude, don't judge it. Don't knock it till you rock it. I, I play Candy Crush in 8K, 120 frames per second. Weird, man. If you play on the PlayStation 5, it's still going to drop frames. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. There's rumors of a pro coming out. And apparently they're going for optimization of FPS, which is a big deal. Um, yes. And they might throw on the 8K tag just to attract, you know, buyers. They'll but throw the dev on kits 8K, have been going out for a year. 8K, it'll run at 15 frames per second in 8K. Basically. That's what I want. I want that pro model of the PS5. That can because PlayStations have been he- overheating and, like, melting. Because, at, like, because all of these, oh. like, you know, AAA games that have been coming out are pushing the limits 100% of the PlayStation. So they're, they're like taking everything it's got, full Kojima style. He used up every gigabyte in that Blu-ray, I still remember. Um, that's that's one of, really quick aside, since you mentioned Kojima and we're talking about video games, the um, Metal Gear Solid 4, which a lot of people think is the best Metal Gear, not necessarily myself included, but damn, it was a really good game. Only ever came out on the PS3 because it was so terribly optimized. It was basically like, you can emulate... Pretty much 95 to 99% of the PS3 catalog. You can go online. Uh, not that I'm endorsing this, but you could go online and download pretty much any PS3 game and play it on your computer if you bought a computer in the last five years. That is not the case with Metal Gear Solid 4 because it was such a patchwork of coding and like the way that they had to make it work on that system. Um, it nev- you, you can't find it anywhere else. It never came out on the PC, never came out on the Xbox. It was just that one console. They're finally talking about maybe being able to get it uh, onto new consoles, which would be exciting because I loved Metal Gear Solid 4. I imagine when they made Metal Gear Solid 4, it's like Kojima's like, all right, here it is. And like a whiteboard, like with Charlie Day. It's like, this is what I want to (laughs) do. And the devs are like, are you sure? Like they have to ask that question every morning. Like, are you sure you want to do this? This is like like a whole game's worth of code for one cutscene. Yes, I need to do this. All right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and that was that was like years of work is what happened. Yeah. I'm just picturing the, yeah, the pick the gif of like Zach Galifianakis with the letters or the numbers and shit going up in his head as he's like trying to do equations. Yeah. The game was brilliant, but there were it was a shit ton of systems on systems and the game looked really fucking slick for being a PS3 game. So Yeah. We'll see how they do Psychomantis too, because you had to change from mm. controller one to two. Which you can't really do in the PS5, but I'm sure they'll adapt it somehow. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so we got a couple trailers that came out. Uh, we'll just rock through them. Uh, the story trailer for Spider-Man 2, the video game, has been released. Go check it out. It is awesome. Uh, a lot of uh, Venom stuff. And the word on the street is Venom is hairy. So 
Uh, we'll see about all of what that. Does that, mean? Uh, that mean that means it's no, not it's Harry not, Osborne. Yeah. Oh, right. I oh, he said Harry. <laughs> no, he did <laughs> Harry. Harry as in Osborne, not Harry as yes, in not like uh, venomous Chewbacca Harry. Yeah, dude, that's what I thought you meant. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, strange. Um, is that the <laughs> yeah, so apparently the um there's there's been a leak of the toys that they're gonna do Venom with Iron Spider. Uh what's it called? It looked really cool. Some people were upset, but you know, they're idiots. So uh, yeah. if you feel that if you feel that way, just understand what category you're in. Um <laughs> moving on, the uh, the Marvels trailer dropped. Uh I think this is trailer number two, or the first one was a teaser, maybe. Um yeah, it's looking teaser. great. Yeah, it's looking great. I'm excited about the Marvels. I think Iman Valani is going to steal the show. Uh, and even, um, what's her name? Brie Larson might be able to actually, you know, do a good job this time because she's not going to have shit writing. So, oh. you know, it's uh, it's going to be something good. So I'm excited about the movie. I'm excited to, to see how they tie them all in together. Um, the, the whole schema of how it's going to work, how their powers get intertwined is looking great. So I'm, I'm here for it. I, think I'm... I don't like that. How their powers yeah. are going to intertwine? It's a yeah. big MacGuffin. It's 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 the uh, it's the goober, right? It's what they uh, the the Chekhov's gun. They have to have it all together. Um, so, since since when are uh, Captain Marvel's powers light based? Huh? They're not. They're, I think they're, uh, just, they're I think they're, they're stupid. They're, they're the energy manipulation. It's right, gamma. The, it's the, the the trailer said our powers are light based. It's intertwining our light based powers. So already, I'm like, I don't, yeah, like that's, that's just the MCU playing fast and loose with canon as always, just to, to, to facilitate the plot. Y'all, y'all just hold me. your ears during that part and then just move on and enjoy the rest of the movie. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool because it's what, like uh, you know how it's going to be. It's like at first it's going to be a problem, and then it's going to grow into like the one way they can solve the problem, like the big bad. They're going to use it to like switch places mid battle and everything. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I like what? how Jake Gyllenhaal stuff was just glossed over whatever he said during that stupid movie. Just, you know, <laughs> if we can let that slide because, you know, ooh, Spider-Man, then we can let this slide. I like that movie, though. Terrible. Uh, no Wait, who, who's, the, who's the villain in, uh, uh, in Marvel? Darben. Darben. Kree. Okay. It's uh, Loki's wife in real life, Tom Hiddleston's wife. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. I, and, go ahead. Uh, I thought... Never mind. I was like, "Isn't she's a black woman, right?" Yes, oh, she's a black. black woman. Yes. So I haven't actually seen. <laughs> I didn't recognize her in the trailer. <laughs> they 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 creed her. They creed her up with the whole get up and right. the, the Ronin part. Yeah. I don't know the if they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna do like the the lines. She's not a cultist. She's just a normal creeper. Yeah. So yeah, this is like a general or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So I don't think she had the has a hammer. They mm. call her the Annihilator. Gosh, they All killed right. your AI. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Inv- Invincible season two trailer came out. Uh, check yeah. it out if you haven't seen the first season of Invincible. Go watch it. It is yeah. amazing. I saw it's a fight like- scene for for season two also uh, yeah. with the little uh, what's the pink girl? The little Adam, Eve. Girl, Adam Eve. Yeah, she's fighting these like three dudes on a bridge. Oh, this looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, her. There's like a um, background episode on her that I think is available right now on Prime. It's sort of like a setup oh. for this season. That's why, because my friend was like, yeah, it oh, came out. I was like, no, it didn't. It comes out nah, in November. Yeah, it's like a sneak okay. peek, and it's like basically just a background episode on her. All right, I'm definitely watching that. It looks mm-hmm. amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. From that fight scene, I feel like she could solo a few Green Lanterns, if we're being honest. Green Lanterns, her powers are not the same. <laughs> They're not, not the same, but she uses, uses them a lot more clever than Green Lanterns do. 
Yeah. Like, you're not just make giant fists and frying pan. <laughs> Except John Stewart. Like John Stewart's making guns and rockets. <laughs> See, uncreative. So I'm, a, I'm a military man. Here's an AK. <laughs> All the time in the universe, and you make a Gatling gun. Somehow the bullets leave and like fire because you know it doesn't everything have to be connected to it. I don't know. Yeah, they just they explained they just it care. in the Justice League, like how his powers fast work and loose. Like and yeah, they're fast on. and loose with it. Yeah. What else? Um, <laughs> So uh, we have some other trailers. Mortal Kombat Legends Cage Match. Uh, that is an animated movie coming out. Check it out when it comes through. Those are always pretty good. Very um, good. We uh, also have the uh, the Boys Gen 5. Uh, anyone know more about that? I saw that it's trailer. Gen, Gen, Generation V. Generation V, yeah. yeah I, I don't I watch get, the boys, so I don't know the difference. That's, that's why, yeah. V is the, the drug that gives people powers. Oh, foo, you got to watch the boys, dude. That show yeah, is it's, amazing. It's really good. But I'm gonna, this, I'm, I'm gonna eventually like you know just binge it. Binge I don't it. know about this Gen V though. I, we'll see. I, I'm gonna watch did, it. Did, I did love anybody the watch the spinoff cartoon about Homelander? I yeah, it was great. It was yeah. The cartoon was great. Okay. And it's not just Homelander. It's like a collection of cartoons. Okay. One of the episodes is Homelander, but it's really good. So mm-hmm. in that spirit, since the the spinoff cartoons are really good, I'm gonna watch the spinoff show. Uh, but we'll see. I don't want it to be like some CW superhero show. And that's <laughs> God, that's wrong. I don't think it's gonna be. I was about to say that would be a huge yeah. change of direction if they went from the boys to a CW primetime show. I know, <laughs> but I, I just I'm always weary. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Sorry, I'm distracted. One of my dogs just farted. Um, <laughs> is, that a, anyway, is that a news update? Yeah, uh, Justice <laughs> League War World. Uh, uh, trailer came out. I don't know if we talked about that last time. It's looking pretty good. Um, it I, I mm-hmm. don't. I still. It takes me so long to get used to the animated style shifts. So when they switched from the Bruce Tim to the DCAU style, it took me forever to buy into it. I'm like, oh gosh, this sucks. My eyes are just used to a certain thing. And mm-hmm. then finally, we. I got used to the DCAU after like ten movies, and now we're moving to this other style that looks like like the animators from Archers got high when they made it. Um, what the Tomorrowverse style? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. Is it the same like one it. as the Adult Swim uh, that you guys were watching? No, that's anime style. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's there's a Tomorrowverse in the DC animated universe right now, and it's like uh, the Superman movie, Man of Tomorrow. There's a Batman movie. There's a, a a Flash, uh, Wonder Woman movie. It's like a Flashpoint movie. I I don't mind the art style though. It looks it still looks good to me, uh, and the story is interesting. Uh, there's a there's a, a League Legion of Superheroes movie also with Supergirl. Uh, that so, did look uh, good. Yeah, it was it was good. I'm 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 mean, maybe it's because I'm used to the art style. I've watched all the movies that they put out, so I'm kind of good. I'm enjoying it. I didn't um, watch One Piece for the longest time because of the art style, but all right, here you, you know. go. Don't disrespect One Piece. I just, yeah. it just I, it's I, uh, a hard thing to get on. His his style early in the manga versus later on was a big shift. So eventually, like he found kind of his bearings. He played a little fast and loose with sizes and like sizes and breasts. Yeah, like <laughs> not me. That two year skip. What happened? Yeah. So, so give her a tit so Sean will watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did this get like really good like, lately, or uh, what? What happened? It's like, I wanted to draw her that way. I wanted to see it that way. So I figured out there was wood. Like, that's literally what it is. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so that's it for news. I skipped over some stuff. But does anyone want to bring up anything that I didn't mention? Did you mention um, the One Piece 
Uh, Mihawk is stronger. <laughs> no, 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 not that. The the One Piece. Uh, oh, monster. Uh, monster. Yeah. yeah so monster. there's there's going to be a one shot for One Piece monster that's going to be um, uh, turned into animation. It's based on oh, the story cool. of Ryuma, the samurai. So it's going to be very um, Edo era, you know, traditional yes. kind of style stuff, which should be fun, right? I mean, those are always great. Um, for those who don't know, uh, when these like big what they called mangakas, I think is the the, yeah, the, the, uh, the uh, otaku term. Um, whenever they like write these kind of one shots or stuff, they're always usually really good. Like Tite Kubo's zombie powder was fantastic. Yeah, so like, you know, seeing these short stories and seeing them kind of pull together are always fun. So check it out uh, whenever it comes through. We'll, we'll tell you about it. And for context, Ryuma is the, the zombie that gave Zoro uh, that one sword in Thriller Bark, if you don't remember who that is. So there's a whole manga one shot that's based on him and his life. Was he not related to Brooke? Was that a different thing? He Brooks in the same his shadow was in Brooks. Gotcha. That's Brooks it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Brooks shadow was in him. Gotcha. So he's I, the, yeah, the legend. I don't remember Thriller Bark. It's my weakest arc in terms of memory. Yeah. That's it's where Nicole job, and so. I gave up on the anime. It's a good place to give up on the anime. It sucks. Yeah. I, don't, I, like, I don't think the I don't think the anime did it justice. I agree. It's, it's too, too much oh, funny. Also, also, last episode of uh, Secret Invasion comes out tomorrow. So don't bother yep. watching it. I'll tell you. No, what no one exactly. is excited for it. Next next week. Next, next week, week I'll tell you. We hey, we'll dedicate time Sam, to talk about Secret Invasion because you know the only there's I wrote a whole diatribe in our thing. There's one salvation for Secret Invasion is if Sam Jackson starts talking about Capital One credit cards the entire episode. <laughs> I will I will sit and watch every second of it and then I will go open a Capital One credit card. Just for you, Sam. Don't disappoint me. Uh, I'm so disappointed. I kinda wanna stay up till midnight just to I just wanna I just wanna You mean till three AM? Because it's midnight Pacific. Is when they oh, release. Okay. Not gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, also, I'm pretty happening. sure. I think the first part of Jujutsu Kaisen season two should end tomorrow or today at some point. I forgot when the episodes come out. Wait, uh, they, what? So there, so there's it's, it's split into parts. Season two is split into parts. There's so only the first been part two is, or three episodes. There, there've been three. So the last one, fourth episode, is the end of the first part, and it should be either tomorrow or Thursday. That's horrible. Sometime this week. God damn it. So eight episodes total for part one and two? Uh, so it's like what I'm assuming they're doing, like the first season is 25 episodes. So they're probably doing like four, another four, another four, another four. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm all but right they, if they're focusing on quality, but man, like the episodes are like 20, 20 minutes. The episodes are like hell, 25 minutes. That's quality. The, that was a quality episode. If you actually, didn't see the last one. Actually, I think one of the episodes was close to 40 minutes, but I, it's, I, I think the first episode was like 40 minutes. It was one of those longer ones, but yeah. God damn. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's quality, so I highly encourage you to watch it if you... Is, if is you there time spaced out between part one and part two? Yeah, this looks like what they're doing. I'm, I'm assuming MAPPA needs time to work on a bunch of stuff, and they have a lot of projects, so to keep their animators from dying... They probably are splitting things out. What, are they, what they else need, are they, they working on? Are they doing Chainsaw Man. Man? Yeah, they're doing One Punch Man Season 2. They're working on Chains, Chains, sorry, One Punch Man Season 3, <laughs> Chainsaw Man Season 2. Uh, they're doing something else. Like, they, <laughs> there's a, there's a, uh, I forgot the manga that they're working on, but they're, they're doing that. They have a lot on their plate. MAPPA is like the go-to studio right now, so they're doing everything. 
Yeah, because they're not shit like the rest. Um, Bones is good. It's just, you know, the Demon Slayer story fell off real hard. (laughs) Sam tried to warn me, and I was like, this is amazing. Like, it gets right into the action. This last season of Demon Slayer, like, picks up, and I was like, this is exactly what I want. I have a baby. I don't have time. Let's get down to business. (laughs) And then it's like five episodes later, and I'm like, nothing has happened like it's it's like it's like old school uh it's worse it's worse it's like old school naruto (laughs) bleach filler arc where like they're just standing around talking to the villains and then you get a whole episode of some backstory for one of the um I forget what the captains are called. But. Two of the Hashira get their own episode for backstory. It's uh, starting to get rushed. This this is where they start to rush through. Which today. which anime has the worst filler? Go. Boruto. Boruto is still, Boruto not is a, filler. Boruto is the, not a real <laughs> anime, man. He's talking the about the entire thing is filler. <laughs> it's literally uh, the entire thing. Okay, so if you're talking about like OG what we would consider anime. Oh, Dragon Ball is pretty shitty uh, filler. Yeah, Dragon Ball filler is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like Goku and like, Piccolo I, learn to drive. This is yeah, just, but that was one episode. It was one episode. It wasn't an arc. There's, there's Naruto, not much. I think Naruto, Naruto takes the cake for Ble- me. Bleach has too much filler. Yeah, I feel like they ran yes. out of material so quickly. Bleach, Bleach had a filler <laughs> arc that was like half the duration of the actual season. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's it's because Tite Kubo um, and his editor clashed a lot, so they had to come up with content in the universe without him. So that's the writers just coming up with. But shit. one of those filler arcs is better than the main one of the main arcs. From the Bleach. Bount arc there was, was <laughs> supposed to be in the main arc. There was there. a good uh, really? Bleach filler arc. I remember that Naruto. I don't think I ever gave a fuck about nah, anything. And I will say, One Piece filler pisses me off because they just blend it right in. Like a lot of times, like uh, one of the filler yeah. arcs was with the fox dude. They just tacked on like another four episodes onto the end of that shit where I was like watching no. Nicole <laughs> and I was like, I don't think this is filler, but this really fucking feels like filler. And it was just because they like tacked on an extra four episodes onto the end of yeah. one of the arcs. They were like, we're yeah. going to do the tournament again. Yeah. And I was like, the first part was, was real. The second part <laughs> yeah. was filler. And then the last episode was not filler. There was, was very funny. there are episodes in Wano now that are half filler. Half real. Half real. So you have so to you watch ha- it. You have to watch it. <laughs> One piece pissed like, me off for that reason. It's very like, funny. And there was like three episodes that were all recap. Like if I'm actually in Japan <laughs> sitting there waiting every day till like 10 p.m. to watch this crap, I'm going to be so pissed off. Like, oh, I just wasted my whole night waiting Especially to watch Because this. seven minutes is like the intro uh, alone out of your 24 Dude. minutes. You get the and then recap they, and then the They keep intro. pushing an episode back to... Like they keep pushing back the date of the uh, big Luffy transformation. But whatever. Moving on. That's enough. That's your anime block. Our, I think our, we should. Let's do yeah. before we do Bob um, Barbie Heimer. Uh, let's talk about blockbusters, if you don't mind. I got some thoughts. Um, so we're never ever gonna see the era of blockbuster that we saw previously consumers are just not interested anymore in going to theaters theaters are specific what do you mean about what we saw so the the era of like peak mcu the the era of like jurassic park making a billion dollars all other crap number one we lost access to china for most movies right not a lot of china releases that are happening for western films 
that uh, that industry has propped itself up with local films and then the mm-hmm. foreign films that come through are far and few between like our avatar that's because they like james cameron didn't right? spider-man <laughs> no way home just make like two billion dollars or something like that they missed out on making two billion dollars because of the lack of a china release because it had the statue of liberty in it they don't let other countries uh state iconography be visible in movies so no captain Jesus marvel Christ. either Mm, that's crazy yeah it's i mean that's what's important to them so you know the studios don't get a cut besides they own they don't make a lot of profit from their movies overseas right they get like a 20 percent take that come through so those numbers look nice but realistically they're not making bank right yeah but 20 percent of 100 is still 20 percent or more than 20 percent of nothing that's true I just you know I I don't want people to think that oh they made like 500 million or 800 million in China that's like like 100 million bucks like that's not you know that's no, pre distribution 20% pre- is still a piece of the pie you know what I mean yeah. like hmm. that's true no, I, I, I think I think that to me the issue is like these stars aren't the same draws that they used to be like yeah. you throw Will Smith in a movie he's going to make it's it's a blockbuster it's going to make they did it's easy now no one cares if like like no one went to see barbie because of margot robbie and, and uh, ryan they, Gosling. they went they, to see uh, no fine besides sean but they went to see, <laughs> went to see barbie to see because of for... the ip like people love barbies now they want to see what this movie's about and then they, like a lot of people went to the movie not knowing what it was about yeah. it wasn't even a kids movie but there's a gang of kids that's in there they're having the same problem that wwe has wwe has this has had the problem for years after the rock after john cena after all these people or you know hulk hogan with his brief cinematic experience um had this like thing where they became larger than wrestling right they became superstars they became icons in their own you know whatever it is and then they would leave wrestling right they would go on to do other things so the company didn't want to ever elevate a superstar to naturally become you know as crazy popular as stone cold steve austin as the undertaker as all these other people right they wanted the company to be first they want you to be look at the brand look at the imaging and then say company first and this is a product we're delivering to you that's why they've not really been able to kind of have that breakout crazy star. I mean, look at all the wrestlers that are like acting now. You're looking at wrestlers from like that started like 15, 20 years ago, right? They're not, you're not having brand new, fresh people come through and really break into the scene. Um, and that's because they always try to bring people down. They want that first. Same thing with Disney, right? And they want the Disney brand to be front and center. They want people to be like, ooh, put Disney on, do this, do that, right? The Disney Channel was a lost leader. It's like the the Costco hot dog and, and soda, a dollar fifty. <laughs> it, was, it cost them more they money. They said they to would never that. change that yeah. price, by the way. The Costco CEO said hot dog staying. It's $1. it's uh, a corporate like Arizona iced tea. But it says it's a dollar on the can. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but even with with the Disney Channel, the we, I wasn't watching Disney Channel because the Disney Channel was like you got stars on here. You got like even Stevens. I love I love these people that are because they cared about quality writing. Show. They wanted right. to get the best output, the best you know whatever is out there. And folks were committed to it. And you know they like they had jobs and they wanted to do all these things. Like why do you think everybody loves Raymond Rand for nine seasons? Right? People <laughs> like that stuff. They want to watch. They want to do that the stuff. Writing. Mm. No, no, it's not because of the writing. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, they wanted to draw viewers. They wanted to do those things. Nobody cares about that anymore. All they care about is cutthroat profits. They always have. But in the last, like, five or six years, it's been more blatant and more mm. out there that 
these corporations do not give a shit about you. They don't care about what you're interested in, what you're invested in. They only care about the raw numbers and they will cut anything you have. So why should I invest myself in a 20 episode series knowing that there's no end, there's going to be a cliffhanger and it's eventually going to get canceled. And then a year later, it's going to be off the platform and I can't even buy it anywhere. So why should I invest my time and my money into something that doesn't matter ultimately? I'm not, right? And and that's just the nature of how the business has become uh, because it just doesn't make sense for them to do what they do. And they were all waiting for Zaslav to do his thing so they can just start doing stuff on their own without getting chastised for it. It's become the norm. And that's that's ultimately what they want. They want to be able to have an algorithm tell them how to make profit and how to replace their background actors. So that's my spiel. Yeah. Well, like let's be is very bleak being in your world, food. <laughs> but I agree. I agree with. I think with blockbusters these days, a lot of the ones that really excel depend on hype, like public hype, like build on social media. For instance, like with Barbenheimer. Like, if you didn't have that massive social media campaign driving it, I don't think it would have racked up the numbers that it did. Because these are both two fantastic films. Like, every single review points to that. Every single person who's come out has said, like, this is, like, life-changing in so many different ways. I'm sure it's a bit hyperbolic, but still fantastic. But if you were to, like, separate those films, and they didn't have, like, the whole Barbenheimer, big social media blitz with, like, everyone talking about getting dressed up and, like, the really grim 1940s clothes or, like, the really big pink and fuchsia look, I don't think it would have made as much. I don't think it would have been as big. So I feel like if you look back to all the big blockbuster successes over the past few years with, like, um, End of the Spider-Verse, Top Gun, Spider-Man um, No Way Home, Every single one of them had this big social media blitz, which kind of like drew a bigger even draw than any of the trailers even did, because everyone was talking about it, everyone was excited for it, and they made it seem like this big event. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that with like the MCU, all their bigger movies were like big events too, where it's like Infinity War, Endgame. It felt like you weren't, it didn't feel like you were going to like a movie theater. It felt like you were going to a stadium, mm-hmm. where it's like everyone was hype, everyone was gonna go crazy when like the big characters appeared on screen. And unless that film has that draw these days, I don't think it succeeds because if you don't have that stadium-like feel or like that big community sort of feeling of like, oh, everyone's going out to see it. I got to dress up. I got to do all of this. I got to get really hyped because I can't risk FOMO or it feels like it's going to be amazing. It's just going to be, oh, okay, I don't need to see this in the theater. I just can watch it at home and it pops up on streaming, either something I can pay for and don't have to pay for parking at the theater, or I can just wait for it to hit like Netflix, Hulu, or whatever for free. Which I think is always going to be a factor. I mean, that's yeah. always going to, that. now that that exists, it can't not exist. That's always yeah. going to take a cut. Absolutely. It's like creating a larger than life experience. Like, why did we all go see Across the Spider-Verse? Because we knew it was going to be amazing in IMAX, right? Yeah. We wanted to get in on the story. We were invested in it. It's good. It was going to deliver 100%, right? It was a guarantee. It's also why we want to see Oppenheimer. That's also why I went to see Barbie. I think right? sequels are a little bit different in a... I think you almost have to look at the MCU in a different lens uh, than than blockbusters in general. But th- we went to go see Spider Verse because the first one was so fucking good, and we had no indication to think that this one wouldn't be anything but from what we had mm-hmm. seen. So it's a little bit hard to compare that to B- Barbie, which had no legs to stand on, or Oppenheimer, which was basically just like Christopher Nolan propping it up, and it was I about a. Oh, but I want to see that Tenet, Tenet wasn't that, Tenet wasn't like a draw. It was not. Nah, a, it was you, you stop. I would not say that. Like when you look stop. back at Christopher Nolan's um, library of movies, you're not going to remember Tenet in the same way that you I remember do. 
To be fair to Tenet, when I, when Tenet came out, it was they had the whole COVID issue, right? And then they right. released it. Don't don't, it don't on, make excuses uh, for it. Acts. They could have they could have had the Black Plague and Tenet still would have been shit. Nah, don't do that. Tenet's right. fantastic. I think uh, all of this is to say. This, none of this takes away from Fu's points. Uh, 100% agree that it's all about profits at the end of the day. They're being less um, elusive about that being the main driving factor. I think that capital, we're in late stage capitalism, boys. Like they, the people at the top look at Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg and they're like, how do we beat that guy? Like Bob Iger and fucking all the other top CEOs. They don't give a fuck. They want to they wanna make sure that their shareholders are happy and they want to take advantage of what they have at their fingertips to do that. The movies yeah, are a resource and they're going to do that at the end of the day. So I think that that's correct. But what I think is the interesting part of this conversation is how do these filmmakers who actually care about the art, like I know that the director and writer of Barbie and Oppenheimer are definitely in it for some financial gain as well. But I'm sure that they have a love for their craft in a way that like the C-suite does not, right? So how do they greenlight these projects knowing everything that Fu just said, right? Like The, the Flash got it, a standing ovation. <laughs> no, no, no one took that community who, either. Who gave the There's Flash no a standing ovation? Every single one of those early screenings with like the focus groups, they always get standing ovations. <laughs> They were lying. No. Justice League got standing ovations allegedly. No. The Joss, the, the Joss Whedon version. If you, I promise you, if you look up any article for an early screaming, they always say, "Oh, like Justice League got a five-minute standing ovation." It's all big. It was an early ovation to run out of the theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that crazy. wasn't the end. I got to pee. Uh, yeah, but uh, so, look at look at uh, everything everywhere all at once. Right. Look at. Uh, mm. The movies that Apple is is generating, they're like the everything, Apple. everywhere, all at once. I think got it's, way more critical acclaim than it made financially. I would. Oh, we got it. We'll, I would. We'll check that money. But I, I also think there was I a big social media push for that because everybody was talking about it online. Yeah. But I think that's after people saw it, like, oh, this is this is great. And then there's a push. But the movie had to be right. that good to get there. You can't. Be, yeah. You can't be good. You have to be must yeah. see. Sam, like, Sam is right. It's, it's Apple and Amazon is the future. Right? You're going to right, yeah. people with capital are going to start financing movies, not these right. studios. Because Why should Apple, a writer deal with all this crap when they can just right. get the money and do what they want? And Apple and Amazon, since they have they have like cash on hand, they don't care. They're so they'll, then they'll make like right. They'll make the uh, the Tetris, what I heard, which I heard was absolutely fantastic. The uh, what the Flower Moon movie, the Scorsese with, movie, is coming uh, out. Scorsese, yep. Yeah, like they'll make that. Like they don't. They just have money. Everything that Amazon has put on their platform is like legitimately fantastic. Just That's nothing Apple. but all those things are Apple that you just yeah. said. No, no, sorry. I, I, I know. I just didn't name the Amazon things. Like, because most of the what I can think of for Amazon is like shows, like Invisible, like The Boys, uh, critically acclaimed. Also, like great reviews. Everyone loves them. I can't think of any of the movies that they finance. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some, but like their big blockbuster hits are like Miss Maisel, uh, Jack Ryan, uh, and then Jack Ryan the was good. Jack yeah, Ryan is apparently still good. Oh, Jack um, Ryan was And then the boys, obviously Invincible, which probably has a smaller audience, but is still a fantastic fucking show. I don't think it does anymore. If we're being Invincible is pretty big. It's pretty yeah. Big. Okay. And look, look at these are like great writers, great directors, like great vision. They just let these people work. And 
it's like they just don't care if they lose the money or not, but they they just been hitting. Everything's been hit. Yeah. They're not missing. And, and then you go over to Paramount Plus and then you get Halo. Like this is bullshit. Amazon <laughs> Amazon and Apple are playing a totally different game. Like the amount of money yeah. that they can throw at this, it can lose a little bit of money. As long as it doesn't lose too much money, it's fine. And if they hit gold with something in the way that Apple has, and I think to a lesser degree that Amazon has, uh, it'll be fucking fantastic. And the only reason that I say that Apple's doing it better right now is they have like major hits. Like Ted Lasso is like a household name at this point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like um, that, that, no, that show, Scorsese. That show is stupid. I love Ted Lasso. That is the Ooh. best film <laughs> show of all time. Dude, you could just sit there and just feel so, fucking good about your life. It's so boring. It's a You're boring. Good show. It's a I want, I want, I want something that's going to be like, like people like crying or dying in the background. And it's like, how will we resolve this? He wants Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Ted Lasso in the Fast and the Furious. Ted Lasso season ten, they go to space. They play soccer in space. Um, but at some point, maybe these like Disney and Paramount and the Universal, maybe these other studios will realize, like, yo, we just need to put effort into these stories and put out quality content and then the money will come organically because that's what's too much there's too much risk in that they go with the safe bet they go with these things aren't safe anymore (laughs) they're not safe bets anymore because they're losing look at black adam lost how much money flash lost how much money it's not a safe bet anymore i think that's good you know it's bad when like your your major mcu tempo films like ant-man quantum mania is just bombing hilariously although the secret is Secret Invasion shouldn't be called that. It's not great. MC used to be a way to just guarantee print money. Now it's just like people are exhausted by it. I've seen episodes of... Because it's bad. It had a major dip in quality. It's like there have been some hits here and there, but they they need home runs. Like It hasn't been something that like draws people back in and say, you know what? I'm hyped for the MCU again. Because VFX is rushed. The writers don't that's invest good. in it. Yeah. Why should I invest in something that I don't care about? Or that someone's going to rewrite 50 times? Yeah. Right? Most most of these writers, Multiverse of Madness is the worst. They said that <laughs> it's rewritten 28 times. In like three months or something stupid. Like Have you guys, you guys ever seen uh, Popstar? Uh, no. So there's like it's like a fake like music band. It's like some guy was like, my last album was a hit. It was Andy Samberg who did this, right? So he's like, my last album was a hit. So this time to make sure it worked out well, I hired a hundred producers for each line <laughs> of my album. That's basically what they're doing here for this for this MCU. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, all these movies are written by committee. They don't trust the directors or the writers to just have a vision and go with it. it it's wwe that's what it is right wwe doesn't want superstars going off on a script they don't want them making their own name they don't want to make them be above the business disney and mcu is the business they but, want yeah. that to be number one in people's tier and then after that maybe maybe the actors because actors leave actors to pay negotiations uh, robert downey jr cost them a penny right because of the way he negotiated his contract they don't want that to happen ever again they want backers to be replaceable. They want the brand to be above everything else. And they'll do, they will dilute the quality until it's like nothing. It, uh, it'll be like Dragon Ball Evolution bad. And, <laughs> it out. and people will Don't. still consume it and they'll lie to their investors and say, hey, this made me much. Yeah. The ironic thing about that is like the MCU actually needs a focal point like Robert Downey Jr. was. Because right now there's no cohesion. There's no person to really root for and get behind. It's like, yeah, they have some a few stars here and there, and they're great in their own right. But there's no 
<laughs> Reed Richards is who it needs to be. It, needs, it should have been the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards is leading the Fantastic okay. Four. I mean, by by the time the Fantastic Four gets here, no one's going to care. Jonathan Majors is not going to be Reed Richards. I'll tell you that much. I, but I, maybe John Boyega will. <laughs> but I, I think when when five he's, he's done with he's done with Disney. Uh, he's he's done with Star Wars Disney, yeah. But he just did they cloned Tyrone. That movie's fantastic. Yeah. So he's he's on the he's on the rise, but I think like when fight he's not like fight he's not overseeing a bunch of stuff like he was before. I think uh, specifically for the MCU, right? And I think this is why James, they hired James Gunn over there for the DCU. You need that that figure to like guide all these things and like have this cohesive story and someone with a passion for it because that first. All that MCU stuff when Feige was running, you could tell. All right, this very a very clear passion for these projects. Uh, they're very comic focused. Like secret, the fact that Secret Invasion is not even a comic story it makes me mad. I only watched it because I've read the comic. Like this is mm-hmm. the only reason I want to see this and to to see that y'all just put this out and like yeah, don't even read the comic. Just just do you. Like no, I don't want to. That's that's fool's point. Like this is bullshit. I don't want to watch any of this. And I was thinking about this the other day. They have definitely taken liberties with the names of the comics uh, that they've draw from in the past. So like Civil War, uh, it's a very different story. The movie from mm-hmm. the comic book. At the end of the day, it's just two groups of superheroes fighting each other. That's the only thing that it really has in common with the with the story, right? No, they, they threw the cords in there, and that well, yeah, that, but wasn't it about um, revealing like their identities and stuff like that? It was like the catalyst for it, like and, yeah, Spider Man and a bunch of other Spider-Man, heroes. Spider Man, like there was it, it was a pretty huge. That's that's the cords. Yeah. The right, court, part, in the comics is called the Superhuman Registration Act. And you yeah. had to unmask, which was like the big disagreement that Cap and um I still Cap and Iron Man had with yeah. each other, right? So and that was the big thing. Same, in like this one it's government oversight. I don't know. I feel like they played a little la- uh, fast and loose with that title compared to the source material. And then Infinity War, right? Like that was that was a pretty different Thing from like no. the whole Infinity saga. In regard to what you were saying, something earlier, I didn't hear that. Oh no, no, it's that. No, but the 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 feel is the same, right? It's still it may not be. I don't think the exact comic story, right? But if you make a story based on the comic and using the the world that you've already created, that's that's completely fine. Right, and that's what that's what you should do, and that's uh, not what they're doing. I'll agree with you that Secret Invasion, I think, is the largest deviation from the source material. It's basically just that it's a show about scrolls and it's completely real. Yeah, yeah it's like to, to the original point with the blockbusters. It's like, how do you expect me to trust the process and invest myself when it feels like there is no process anymore? It's just very paint yeah. by numbers, very generic. You're not even really trying the way you did during the Infinity Saga. Well, and, and to like point. Many- they are just capitalizing on what they can. They know if they slap this label on it, they'll get some views that they can then monetize and report back to their shareholders that like, look, people are still watching Disney Plus, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like I want to show it on Twitter. Oh, excuse me. X. X. <laughs> it's like, don't give don't give me Target. If, if uh, it's like, don't give me Walmart. If, uh, if I'm expecting Target, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want Kirkland, I- not great value. 
I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I think one counterpoint to Fu's uh, serious fatalistic views on Hollywood is there are those everything everywhere all at once is there are the surprise like out of nowhere Barbenheimer. I mean, basically just Internet took over and just ran the social media for that. I don't know if that was the original like like marketers idea was to let that go. But like that movie that if, if they did pay some amount of money to get that started, that campaign paid for itself a hundred times over with all the memes and shit. You could not go on Reddit yeah. or Twitter or Instagram without seeing some Barman, Barbenheimer shit. So that gives me hope that some other executives and producers will see these one-off successes on riskier IPs. Because, because, because the rise of independent films. Yeah, right, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, what's, what's the other one that just came out about like the child, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, black market, child, mar yeah, child trafficking, uh, movie. I forgot the name. It's with Jim Caviezel. Um, yeah, that one's like yeah. popping off right now. And that was a, like a smaller studio independent film. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you why. I'll tell you why that one's popping off. That's, uh, the deep, deep, deep trench shit. The right wing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're super. A that movie's a psyop. Even the Scream reboot was like got great reviews and it did really well. It was like uh, on what Paramount Plus. I, I really enjoyed the Scream sequel trilogy. It was really good. I just don't, you know, into something that I don't remember who said it, but like the these reboots are not like guaranteed moneymakers anymore. And yeah, I, think, I think that was like a trend for a while. Uh, Disney being the biggest culprit of like uh -huh. we're remaking Little Mermaid. And I, I think I think that's starting to be like, okay, maybe Snow, Snow White. Interestingly, I, I, there are very few things in media today that are like guaranteed hits. Yeah. Like I feel like even now, like name recognition doesn't really matter all that much anymore, especially if you had like previous installments within that name brand that were either mediocre or just straight up trash. Brad yeah. Pitt is like in some like just okay stuff. Tom Cruise is probably like the last, like if Tom Cruise is in a movie, you're like, damn, why is Tom Cruise in that movie? Yeah. You know, Will yeah, Smith, Will Smith like is another like, like James Cameron, Will um, Smith, Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yep. The directors for sure. For sure. Uh, but even some of those like Ridley Scott did that weird ass movie about like the arc or some shit like that. <laughs> like, um, which it? uh, who was I about to say? Will Smith did that weird movie with his son. Uh, that movie's where terrible. Went, where they went, came back in time to after Earth or some after, after Earth. Earth. Yeah, I mean, back in time. Yeah. That shit is trash. Yeah, that's, that's that's shitty sci-fi. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. hard to. That's blame like it. Battlefield Worth. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Will Smith was in some stinkers. So I don't know. Um, be interesting to see what carries it on. What what will be the next like guaranteed thing? Uh, it's Nothing. probably going to be like uh, cam girls pretending to be NPCs for an hour and a half, and people will pay ten dollars to go see it. That's where you get those whales, gang, gang. right? Is gang, that gang. what you said? Gang, gang. <laughs> I'm trying to see. That's where the whales come in. Yeah, yeah. some kind of movie oh. where girls pretend to be NPCs in video games, and there are microtransactions throughout where the girl will interact with you while you sit in the movie theater. I would pay I would, money. I would watch where you step in that theater. 
<laughs> I, I, I would pay money to watch a movie or TV show where, like, if someone's like wearing something or eating something, I was like, you know what? I want to know where did you guys get this particular tablecloth? And like, I could click on it, and it'd be like, ooh, this was bought through Amazon, and I would click on it. I could buy that tablecloth, not Google that specific and one. Amazon you. are getting a boner right now, just yeah. listening to you talk. Amazon kind of has something like that with uh, IMDb, where it's like when you see an actor on screen, you can yeah. immediately go to IMDb. So extra Amazon Prime does that. And it's amazing. The X-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I need that for like items. Like I want to know, so, like who, where, where do I get those shoes, or where do I get, where are they eating right now? What restaurant? I want to go there. Like you know, those are, the guys are probably like killing themselves trying to figure out how to do exactly what you're describing. I'm ready for it. Give me those movies for free, though. I'm not gonna pay for that movie. <laughs> Talk about late stage capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Any fast thoughts? I don't know. Nah. We'll see Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, definitely. Barbie's amazing. I love Barbie. Can't wait to see Oppenheimer. And, and then we will do uh, we'll do a Secret Invasion recap next week. Uh, catch up on the uh, debacle that is the MCU right now. Uh, We're not doing spoilers free. Just just be aware. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's literally nothing has happened up in the, to this point with that show. So yeah, it, you don't need to worry about it. I was um, enjoying it in the beginning. Oh, man. First two episodes, I gave it a chance. I was like, okay, this could go somewhere. And then, spoiler alert, it didn't. You know, it's right. crazy when when the big part, the big reveal, I won't say with who, but, you know, the big scroll reveal, no one cared. No one, uh, everyone roasted it on social media. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Catch up. Catch up on Secret Invasion. Uh, it was so good to catch up with y'all. Let's be here uh, same time next week. Everybody on board? Definitely. Cool. Yeah, everyone.